You'll tell me what you know, or you will crawl the wall. And then, one day, you will die. You and every foreign body you brought with you. This land is my land. I will not have it tainted. This is America. Undiscovered Country, Volume 1, Destiny. Written by Scott Snyder and Charles Soule. In the beginning, there was nothing. Then there were comic books. Once you enter our world, there is no escape. Comic exposure begins in 3, 2, 1... Welcome to the Comic Exposure Podcast. My name is Josh Buckley, and my podcast walled in crazy-eyed Uncle Sam is the one, the only. Hey, man, don't tread on me. Travis Rats here. <laughs> don't tread on him. Hey, do Emma, hey, are we, we going to have to do it? Are we going to have to do it? All not right, going to do right, it. Right. Not going to do it. Don't tread on me. Don't tread on me. No. No, don't try all right let, let me finish let, let me finish. finish all right i think we all found right. our running bit for 2021 josh yeah, welcome folks to is this the first episode that's aired in 2021 it's the first one we've recorded it's in the first book club episode of 2021 welcome the, to the future yes welcome to 2021 everything every problem has been solved and you can relax and listen to us talk about comic books on the Comic Exposure Podcast, where Travis and I delve deep into graphic novels and trades. And you can join us on that journey. And we're glad you're here to do it with us. On some episodes, we shoot the crap about what's going on in the world of nerd media. But on this episode... Oh, side note, before you, we say but on this episode, yeah. I haven't watched WandaVision. I don't know if I'm going to do it. Uh, I watched the first two episodes... I do not know what's going on, mm -hmm. but I will tell you the Tom King vibes coming off of this TV show. Oh, is it? Are, are, it's deep, buddy. Okay. It's, okay. Like, I, it is very conceptual. It's very conceptual, and I don't know what it is yet. Okay. But I'm in for the ride. That okay. being said, you're on an episode where we're going to talk about a book. We're like Oprah. Travis and I, except more and apocalyptic we, lately. <laughs> yeah, we we pull we pull books that we think you should check out or that we want to check out, and we decided we had been doing a whole lot of like DC Marvel last year. We spent a lot of time in that, so we decided to go with our friends over at Image Comics and hang out with some big name creators. Mm. It's not like we're pulling some random indie book. We want some big name creators. Uh, uh, Snyder, Soul, Kamikoli, uh, a whole bunch of folks. Wow. Woo. A, a rogues gallery of talent. Right. Putting together a book called Undiscovered Country. So we read Undiscovered Country, volume one. And I would love to be able to give you a synopsis of what this book is about, but it there isn't one. Can I, I can't, may, can I, can I take yeah, a stab? Sure, take a stab. All right, let's see what we got here. Okay, Undiscovered Country. In a world 
<laughs> in a world. Um, so it, it is one of those books that should start off with in a world. So the title is Undiscovered Country, and it, it refers to America. Because in this world, America has locked itself away from the rest of the world for 30 years, Josh, I believe is the number of years. I, I think it's 30 years. Yeah. 30 years. America has closed its borders. In fact, they've built up giant walls, air walls to, to protect uh, uh, um People from coming in by plane, by sea, we don't want you're tired, you're sick, you're hungry, you're poor. Keep that shit out, is what they say in this book. And the rest of the world has kind of fractured themselves up into two big alliances. There's like the European Alliance and the Pan-Euro-Asia Alliance. It doesn't matter what their names are, but there's two groups, right? And they are constantly fighting each other. And, and you're there's like, a wow. deadly disease. Yeah, called Sky. It's called Sky. It makes your eyes turn blue when you cry blue blue milk, like Star Star Wars style. Star Wars, yeah. Um, yeah. And so... Sky Wars. Sky Wars. <laughs> Gotta get that blue milk. Um, <laughs> and... <laughs> uh, so... Um, this virus is raging along with the strife of the wars between these two factions. And it looks like if they don't get this virus under control, the whole world is going to die. But there is communication from this undiscovered country of the United States. And this communication says we have the cure to the disease. Just send us some people, uh, a, a troop, a group, a gathering, a, 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 a fellowship, if you will. It's a real, it's a real, uh, it's a real like road, real road trip. It's a who's who. Classic who's who. Yeah. It's, yeah. You got a journalist. You got a disease control lady. You've got an American expert. I find that really interesting. Like he's an expert on American culture. Uh, And you have like uh, a representative of each of the uh, major factions and you got an ex-soldier. So you got all of them. You got the whole gang. And they have to go into the United States of America. But when they go in, Josh, you know what they do discover in this undiscovered country? Some batshit crazy shit. (laughs) Okay, so this is... Okay, so I had heard... It's not a bad summary. No, it's a a good summary. And literally everything inside of the United States, there's this thing about time moves faster there. It's hinted at, yeah. There's something with time. Yeah, and so, like, it may have been 30 30 years for everybody else, but inside it's, like, way longer than 30 Mm -hmm. years. But it can't be that much longer because it's the same dude who know the who knew these people's parents and he's still around. So it's hard for me to discern how long, but maybe none of that matters. I don't know. Yes, the first volume is very much uh, exposition and world building, and they set up quite a few mysteries well, that they, they very, few right very few get resolved. Very few get resolved. But that's okay because that's what, you know, continual comics do is they it's like this thing can go on. I think it's still going on, right, Josh? This is still a, a monthly I title. I have no idea, man. <laughs> this is like so this ends up being you know, this is like chapter one in the story, right? Yeah. Um and, and so this is all of like you said, all of your will world building, all of your here's the conceits of what's going on. But you get dropped in pretty much in the middle of it. It starts with this crew on the airplane or on the helicopter going over to enter into uh, enter into the United States. It had a real Jurassic uh, Park helicopter vibe coming in, didn't it, it? It did have a very sort of JP vibe to it coming in. Uh, and I like. I can only 
assume that Snyder and Soul were on many drugs when they were coming up with the ideas well, for this. Thing. Have you read anything? I haven't read anything by Snyder, you know, like Batman, uh, uh, American Vampire, American Vampire. Uh, Witches, right? Uh, yeah, he, yeah. And, but I haven't read anything by him lately. Um, you know, I know he he's, working he's on, doing Dark Knight's Metal, right? Okay, so yeah, he's like yeah, the, he's in charge of that whole, like, the Joker, uh, what do they call him? The killing, laughing Joker? The Joker who laughs. La- the he, Batman who laughs. He who laughs at the Joker is he who laughs, laughs, laughs at the bat. Yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, not for me. Um, and so, but we like Snyder here on the podcast. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And Charles Soule's a good writer. I mean, he, he's done a lot of major books at, uh, at Marvel. Um, did he do the... I think he did the the she hulk yep. read that's the one because he was a lawyer yep. he was, he's a lawyer and i think he also I, I swear he also did a daredevil run i could be wrong but both of them very accomplished writers this is some super weird stuff and this is one of the great things about comic books i don't know if this has been optioned for anything but this can't be a tv show and this can't be a movie you can't do it no you can't it's too weird it is too weird to be on anything but a comic book, and that's the beauty of comic books. Right, right. It, 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 I mean, again, we just did Wonder Woman Dead Earth a couple of uh, episodes ago. Um, so, you know, it's it's re- it's in this apocalyptic world, um, and but you know, there's all different kinds of apocalyptic worlds as we've discovered, you know, the, the one Roman yeah. dead earth is borrows heavily from Greek and Roman and kind of bringing those elements back up. This Mad Max vibes all the way. Oh yeah. Like, Super especially Mad the Mad. new Mad Max, as far as even right. the visuals they put in there, but story wise, uh, um, uh, at least in this first part where they get into America, it's like real desert country. It's like the Southwest, right? And, right. or we think, I guess it's the Southwest. Who knows at this point? Um, before they walk the but spiral. Like, <laughs> like, that's what I mean. Like, there's like weird sort of like conspiracy theory, Amer- like bizarro American history, right? Like they're searching for the golden uh, spike that was used in the Transcontinental Railroad because it's a key to open some magic door that a train can go through to take them to the spiral, whatever. Like this is some wacky stuff. And you could maybe do this if you could pull out all the sharks they're riding and like weird monsters. Okay. So let's, 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 or we're kind of, we got to break into this bad boy. So let's, yeah, I don't know how you, yeah, yeah, I know we've been kind of tiptoeing around it. So let's, 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 let's focus on um, any kind of uh, post box, the world building. Like you said, it starts us off right away. We don't, we do get a lot of flashbacks in here. Do you think it's a good balance of the flashbacks and also compared to how much time you get to spend in the United States um, and were you okay with both of them? Did you feel like when there was a flashback, you just wanted to get back to the, the U S stuff or did you, were you like, Oh, finally some, I'm getting some information um, here. Some of the, some of the flashbacks, some of them lasted, uh, like maybe one page too long. Mm-hmm. Right. I agree because, because the world is so bizarre and so strange. Once you leave it, every time you leave it, it's an info dump. Mm-hmm. And that's and it has to be, I guess, because you're creating this this 
you're building this world. Each of the characters has their motivations and we have to know what those are. Right. But it felt like every flashback ends up being like one. I really, and it, it, it sounds like a stupid thing to say, but every flashback ends up being maybe one page too long. Right. Um, or two, like it, like I think there's one where it's the guy who's the who knows about. No, they like every flashback ends up being like two or three pages, and it's always like you're just like, oh, okay, like you yeah, me back in. I you know? feel that uh, Souls and Snyder, because this to me felt kind of like lost. You know, like the, you want to see them on the island, and they keep yeah. taking. I don't want to see like them working their desk job, but I know it's right, essential right. to get the sense of the character. However, because we've seen so many stories told in comics is a great place to experiment. And I think Snyder and soul are good enough storytellers. I would have liked for them to find maybe a less conventional way of showing us those characters motivations, as opposed to the traditional, we're going to take two characters per issue and you're going to see those characters backstories in those issues. I I would have, I would have, I don't know what the answer. I don't know what the answer is to that, but I think if anyone can find a new way in to, Okay, progressing the present story, but also giving us the characters' motivations. I would have right. liked. Uh, uh, it's still good, but like I was thinking about that as uh, just as we were talking. I'm like, hmm. There's got to be a new. There's got to be a new way in storytelling to to get that same effect. Right, and I think like, and I think one of the issues is is that the visuals are so jarring when you swap, right? Yeah, because the world that they're in is so bizarre. And when you swing away from that, at least on at least when and you mentioned lost, at least on lost, like the the like reality wasn't completely different, you know, right. When when you switch back and saw Sawyer doing Sawyer or whatever. It was, right. You right? make a good point because they're even their regular world outside the United States is still foreign to us, the reader. Whereas in Lost, right. you're like, okay, I know where we're at. I can kind of right. Out. So even, but a couple. So there was only one backstory that seemed really wild, and that was the one kid who the, knows about expert, America. Yeah, and he, I was like, yeah. I I don't know what's going on with this. And is that like, like his like, father? You know, the guy who's recruiting everyone. Yeah, but why is he hooked up to machine? Like, you know what I mean? Like. It did. It felt like the rest of the world. When you look at the kids and you look at the brother and sister in this, you're supposed to see them as like, you know, they're normal, right? Like their world is normal, and they're coming into this wild world. They were from America, right? They fled America before the walls went up, right? And their parents were left behind, right? So you get that. But their flashback takes place in America, and then every other everybody else's flashback. You're like, I don't. What is? how come their flashback is so much different than these people's, you know what I mean? Right. Right. And, and then when you put it, it really gets weird when you play with time. So in the middle of this, they bring this idea that time's running slower. I'm like, no, 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 no. It's too weird. I, I go, I go, I go, it's weird enough, man. There's like fish walking around and they just walk in the spiral. And now you're saying that time doesn't work. This time what? thing better pay. It's got to, it has to have a huge effect. If it's just to be like, no, here's another weird thing they have to deal with. I don't like that. It needs to be evolved into the core of the story, hopefully. Yeah, it feels like the it's a conceit in order to make what's inside. That's why it's so different. Right. right? 
and it's all, but the at the at the same time these characters know I, like it's weird because the one kid was like oh i've been there before right the one the soldier guy had broken in before and came back out planted bombs and and all that kind of stuff i didn't get Um, any of that like wait i uh i don't understand wait do you you, what was your original intent to do with that bomb did you know this thing was going to happen wait are you double cross is this a double double cross is it the triple cross? Is it the, is it the, oh, is it the, the seldom scene, but always love triple cross, double cross. Yeah. Yeah. The triple double. <laughs> I like mine animal style. Agreed. Agreed. <laughs> but I, I like, it's hard for me to like pinpoint. It's like, what is, what is going on in this book? And that's both good and bad. Mm-hmm. Right. It makes me want to find out more, but at the same time, I would tell you, like, it better click quick, right? Okay, so let's talk about that. We talked about the yeah. the framing device, the narrative. Let's talk about the pace of this. Because I think, I'm yeah. not quite sure how many issues was in our digital copy we read. I'm guessing four to six. Yeah, That's a volume. Yeah. yeah, they seemed a little bit longer because I had the first issue separately, and that felt like long, like maybe like a 60-page issue. So it could be they like... Do do, they do do... do do huh? <laughs> uh, double, double. These are like books where we do like... I'm doing a really long first issue. I think the first issue... Actually, T-Money, that first issue is maybe only three pages longer than normal. It's 25 Okay, pages. all right. Okay. Well, I, I, um, I, I do... Yeah. I, I feel like they're getting a lot... A lot of story in here. I feel like once I finish reading it, I feel like, whoa, 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 there's a lot of story in there. I didn't feel yeah. like it was drawn out like Dune. Uh, I felt <laughs> like it was, it was go, go, go. Almost, but almost to a detriment. Yeah, I would agree with you. I feel like there's all this wacky stuff going on, but you don't spend any time with it. You're like, there's people hanging from this giant wall and they're attached to tubes. And if they don't work fast enough on something, they, this starfish pukes on them, right? Like what the heck is going on? And and it blows by that stuff in a way that, am I going to find out about it? Or is it just bizarre for the sake of bizarre? Right. Here's a couple other examples. So when they, when they crash land in the United States, they're immediately confronted and pulled into the, the, the major players in that part of the world. And there's no like wandering around and slowly kind of like, well, that's weird. And that's weird. And that's weird. You know, for maybe, maybe like do that for like five or six pages, kind of pace that out. Let us kind of, uh, acclimatize ourselves to the world. Then they pull you in this right. sweet underground old cave town bunker. And I'm like, Oh, I want to spend, I can't wait to spend a little bit more time here. And then and you immediately move on from that. Giant, and all of a sudden there's a giant rolling city on page 20, right? Like we go from like, it throws you in the deep end really quick. And it, and I, I think maybe that's, I mean, you, you mentioned a lot about like the new Mad Max and that's the, what the pacing feels like. Do you the think the pacing feels like here's a story, it's cranked up. And that's, I think that's my issue with the, with the flashback sometimes is that it puts maybe too much of a break on this wild thing that's going on. Mm-hmm. It, 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 it flips the script too quick because the pacing and the non flashbacks is so quick. Right. And then you're like, here's this three page flashback. 
Okay, now we're back in it. Here's a giant starfish, and this dude kills it with a sickle, and like there's zeppelins and cars being pulled by sharks. <laughs> the giant th- train. Do you think this can ha- sometimes happen on on stories where you have more than one like storyteller? Like sometimes the artist is the artist, and then you have the writer, and then you know there is that. Of course, the the artist is. Um, uh, a part of the storytelling as well, but when you have two written by Scott Snyder and Charles Charles Soule, they're both throwing in these ideas. So it's like, well, let's just mash all both. Because for me, yeah. I, I get I, if I uncovered an idea like this underground mine city, I'd be like, ooh, that's a good idea. I need to stretch that out. But when there's two people just spitballing ideas, I wonder if it's like, yeah, put that in and then put that in. I wonder if it's almost an over abundance of ideas. Yeah. Uh, that can actually hurt a story. Like almost, it's almost too clever, and that that we never. They're like, oh, a, a clever concept, and another clever concept, and another clever concept, as opposed to actually letting one of those play out. Yeah, one of them play out or pay off a little bit. Like I, the pacing is super fast. It's it it's frenetic at times is like how quick the story moves but the story doesn't move right if that makes sense right yeah like in these five issues or whatever it is they find the key to get into this place i still don't know what this place is i still don't know who these people are i still don't look but i saw a whole bunch of wild crazy visuals and ride to get to where i'm at Mm -hmm. right and it's different than again. I'm gonna I'm gonna pull back to the idea that you did like let Mad Max. In Mad Max, there is two characters, right? There is Mad Max and then uh, Furiosa, right? There are two sort of main characters that you're hanging out with. Everybody else is ancillary. In this, we've got like four main characters. I would say you gotta get Moto Joe in there. Give Moto Joe where Moto Joe's credits due. <laughs> A moat and Joe, yeah, but like, you know, like, you know what I mean? Like the two that you're on the road trip with, yeah, yeah, of course, yeah, are, are Furiosa and in in uh, in Mad Max. But in this, you've got these different paths and these different people. So uh, let's let's focus in on that. We've got this 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 ragtag group of people. Do you feel that you know any of them by the end of these six issues or five issues? Whatever it is. I'm not even gonna count. Um. No is the answer. Okay, good. Uh, yeah, That's I was going to say you're it's kind of a loaded question the way you're asking me. Uh I I will say that after their flashbacks I got a little bit more sense of them. Uh ex- but the only one that really didn't feel like an archetype to me was the American I guess he's a nerd on American culture, so they're using that kind of archetype on it. Yeah. But because of his weird insanity, I'm like, okay, there's other dimensions that I can't put you in a box. But the journalist right. who's out for truth above everything else, uh, the uh, like Greenpeace, you know, savior woman, the soldier guy with the chip on his shoulder, they're all right. the, those characters. So I know them by their archetypes, but I, I'm I don't feel att- if if one of those characters was to die in any of those issues, right. You wouldn't you wouldn't bat an eye at it. Right. And and I don't know if that's I don't know if that's good or bad, because it feels like these issues are really like, here's the setup to the road trip. Right. Right. Because they literally they at the end of this, they reach the beginning of the yellow brick road. Right. Mm. Like if you think of like 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 and really you think of the spiral. Right. Because that's what they're talking mm-hmm. about. You think of like 
where Dorothy starts. There's all this crazy stuff happens to her. And then she's in the town with all the, 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 the people. And they're like, Oh yeah, follow the yellow brick road, dude. That's where this is at the end of this. Right. Uh-huh. This is just, they landed in this place. Crazy stuff happens. Some monkeys flew at them and, or they killed the witch or whatever it is. And now they have to start the journey. And so I like, that's what this feels like is this was all the lead up to the first can you, step. Can you think of an, another uh, example of a story uh, where can you have a story that's really only like it, where its strongest aspect is its concept and its characters. There's a big contrast between the, 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 the concept being this really great concept and then the characters really being uh, kind of underdeveloped, at least so far over here. Can that be a successful way to tell a story? Is having a really strong concept enough to make something kind of critically acclaimed or, uh, or enduring? When I, when I think of like media that, that, is, that sticks with me for an extended period of time, it's because of characters in it and not concept. Mm-hmm. Right? We were talking about Jurassic Park is a great right. concept, but they also have but great also characters. characters. I'm trying to think of like, did you ever watch Jupiter Ascending? Right? Like crazy concept. That's the one yeah. with um, um, Mila Kunis. That's the one with uh, Tanning Ch- Channing Tatum. In yeah, it, yeah, yeah. Right? I know what you're talking about. Never like, saw it. Really interesting concept, but not like nothing that nothing that pulls you in right or uh, the other one like that that was based on that french sci-fi book you know the one oh yeah 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 um renner really likes that one because it's weird right and but it's not great because visuals. The characters. yeah yeah great visuals but the characters aren't great so it's not something that sticks with you um so i'm really now it's gonna bug me that i don't know what the name of that book is you just mentioned it's like valerian there we go yeah uh, i had to look at my bookshelf great concept um, um yeah not i mean horrible characters horrible characters yeah just nothing that stuck with you and so i'm curious if these characters pay off once we learn a little more about them or if they're just ciphers to go on this journey with and the story's really about what weird tale can we can we tell Mm -hmm. right what can we say about and this is parts of it feel very like let's poke at what will we remember about America in thousands of years from now? Like what will history books say about America or what is America from an outside perspective? I thought that was, I thought when we talk about characters, one of the, I think the most interesting part, and you'd mentioned it earlier, like the, the American expert is probably the most gives you the most interesting sort of insight into maybe if there's a message. Yeah. Also interesting that he's telling about a past that's still our future like when he talks about amazon buying out walmart and creating yeah. and they call it a new type of store i'm like that's history for them but like it's it, it makes my mind like <laughs> right and, and and like well we're in this this is the store and this is this is where they would normally keep this and you think about it like that's an <clears throat> that's an interesting way to sort of like poke at america right do you, or, do you or, think or probe america that's a I really been, that's a good point that's at it that's a good point like it. that's a good point do you i expected this book to do more of that once i got like what the premise right. was i thought there it was gonna be more uh allegorical uh political uh, uh, uh symbolic and 
I kept looking for, you know, dialogue or images. They had some stuff with the Uncle Sam stuff and, and things right. like that. But I was like, wow, you, you really set up your premise here as a game board to talk about current issues in this, you know, weird world. And I, I thought for sure that's what I was going to get based on the very first scene when you see walled off America. Yes. Right. Like we were going to get a bunch of hands, handmaid's tale of what America was like at that moment. And what it did because of this time jump thing, it goes like, oh, no, all that shit already happened. This is like beyond that. Right. Right. Yeah, no, like, exactly. Yeah, they yeah, hint at it. Stuff, all of that stuff happened. But here's what happens after after that civilization collapses. Right. right. And uh, or interesting, they, they play with it a little bit, but what would happen to the rest of the world? How much of the rest of the world concept, how much of the, the, the world's daily occurrences and business and banking and agriculture is tied to the United States? Um, why the Last Man does that really well? It takes a concept and then you explore it from minute angles that you might not have thought about. What would happen it's if really good Yes. What would happen if all the men just suddenly died? And you're like, well, anyone can think of a few things. Well, this would probably happen, this would probably happen. But why the last man's like actually uh 98% of the flights that were in the air that day crashed. Cuz, you know, right. we don't think about oh, 98% of the pilots in the world are male. And so I thought that maybe I think there's room in this book to do that a little bit more is look at the consequences of what a major global power culturally and economically would have if it walled itself off. And we only get hints of that. And they're more concerned about playing with the apocalyptic aspect of it and this weird journey where I'm wondering why it has to be America walled off. Why not just make it a, a post-apocalyptic land of some kind, you know? Um, right. That's, I mean, like, that's what I'm... So I think what we're going to see is we're just going to continue to see American iconography used throughout it, right? Like, you get the space shuttle is used. Like, the spike, you know, the then, John Henry spike type yeah, thing. The, the, yeah, the... the, the um, you know, the, the spike that was used in the Transcontinental Railroad, right? We're going to see, like, we're just going to see hints of that, like people riding buffaloes. And, you know, we're, we're going to get these these pieces of it, but I don't know what's going to happen next, right? Mm -hmm. Like I said, this feels very much like we just landed in Oz and we've just started the journey, right? right. All of this was leading up to the first steps on the path. right. But we're already, we're already through that first door. You know, we're already through right. like the... And I was like, oh, I really like this Southwest imagery. I wonder what the next place is going to look like. I'm curious, but I also don't feel like I explored that section that I really wanted to see more enough. Right, right. So maybe they'll they'll come back to it. So let's talk about the imagery and then the art, like the art. This. So let's talk about the art yeah. first, and then we'll talk about the iconography and imagery in, in this book. Because I think yeah, that I is Yeah, I don't think you could... I don't think you can talk about the art without talking about um, the Designs. just great. Well, just the coloring is fantastic, right? Like Matt Wilson doing the colors on this and it is literally like it goes from these sort of 
pastel-y hues to like neon colors to you know these vibrant pinks and oranges to kind of like paint all of these different i mean they're in the southwest so you get these sort of southwest sunsets but all of the color is fantastic and i think like it 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 helps you create the scenes that take place in the united states that aren't the flashbacks it really helps you create this very otherworldly landscape because of the sort of like colors he's using the the blues and the like the seafoam green sky and all the stuff that you get out of it um I yeah think it's, it's weird but you're right For, i've never thought of of colors uh as a way to make a world seem bigger somehow like the size and scope of the world, but for some, it's, it's not exactly what you said. But for so you were kind of hinting around it. I feel like colors really are working to do that a lot in here. It makes the world right. feel more lived in, more expansive. Uh, uh, like it's constantly changing as well as as we 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 see here. Um, and the times of day are 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 shown through the color. Um, it's not flat. It's uh, vibrant and uh, but rustic. Uh, yeah, these vibrant colors put upon these rustic yeah. colors to give it a sense of the the foreign and apocalyptic against the Americana of it all. Um, and that's really strong. You're right. The colors are great in this. Yeah, and I think you know the overall the overall art design is really good. I think the the um, it's it's not my favorite kind of art, but I, I really dig it. I mean, it's 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 pretty it's it's good. The lines are very the my only be, the lines are the line work is really thin, but it helps you like create a bunch of detail. It's it's if image had a house style, it's like image house style. Yeah. I, okay. Yep. I could say. I, I know yeah. it's hard to say. Image has a house style, but if they're gonna default to something, it's something like this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I I really like this sort of like monster design or animal design and the character design. I have no idea why any of it is this way. Well, but I am very interested. Can we can we talk know? specifically about the character design of Destiny Man? How dope yeah. that is. That's so cool. Oh, it's great. But I have no idea why. That's my problem. So, right? uh, Destiny Man, if you read this book, he, he's basically like in an astronaut suit, which is great because it's taped up a little bit, that it's 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 worn, it's not just an astronaut suit. He's got a lobster claw for one hand, and then like a, almost like a bird-like talon for an other hand, like it's been mutated. And then he has these antlers that go into his spacesuit that are, seem to be made of some kind of energy or well, they glow and he can change them. I loved seeing that rack of antlers too. That was pretty dope. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh shit, Destiny Man. And then the name too, the Destiny Man. It sounds like the right. Babadook. <laughs> right. And and it's sort of like you know manifest destiny, right? Yeah. That's sort of we get we get that terminology in here. We get that sort of well that's his ideology, of, right? That's his right. that's what he wants to do. Right. And we get and he's and his his thing is very much that sort of he is the Mad Max villain, right? Yeah, he's Moto Joe. Like, yeah, he, he's a Moton Joe. And, you know, he's got these sort of this band of grubby people around him. He's got these like there's this stuff that I the guys who are strapped to the wall. I cannot get past that weird imagery in this book. I'm not. 
Like, it's just, they're climbing this wall. There's, like, blood all over the wall. They have these weird breathing masks on. It's just, you'll, like, you just crawl the wall. That's your punishment. Yeah. And it's, it, it, and that seems almost the most sort of, like, okay, here's our, here's our poke at America. Yeah. And if you don't, if you stop crawling, you're literally going to get shit on. Right. By a giant star. Yeah, right? like by Amer, like what's more, like the American, like keep the going, don't question it, just keep crawling. Yeah, and and those are the things where I go like, oh man, like it's just weird, but I don't know why yet, or I don't think I'm going to know why, right? Like we're leaving that part behind. I imagine that a character that rad has to follow them. But yeah, that's know. where it leaves us in the volume because that door opens up for him because he's obviously right. working like for like someone like named Audrey or something like that. It's like a weird, like common name. Um, and so they get through that to this, the, the spiral. where They're going to start walking the spiral right. and then the door opens up and I'm like, hey, couldn't you just done that before? I feel like you spent all the time for the key. Just like, you know, ask politely. Um, but a really cool concept design. At first, I will say the creature design when you get to America before you know what's going on with like fish, you know, a little like what? Yeah, but it's like it's cool, but you don't know. Like it just doesn't make any sense. The buffalo was cool because you're like, I get that. That's like kind of like that's a that's that's a Southwest creature that's just been kind of mutated up. But then when you see like giant shrimp pulling, you know, right cars and and sharks that they're riding. You're like, well, how is that shark? I mean, even with a mutation, how is that that shark like even? How, where's the friction, Josh? Where's the yeah, friction? I don't, I don't know, man. I don't, but I would agree with you. Like, that's the stuff where I just go, I don't understand. There are things that I just don't get that aren't explained that are too beyond. So, like you, like you just said, like the buffalo thing. Okay, I can get that. That I can I can point I can go from point A to point B with that. The giant shrimp and the flying uh uh what's the stingray and all that stuff, like that stuff I don't understand. You I can't get from point A to point B with that, and that's the part where I go like, is it you said it earlier, is it too clever? Is it yeah. too is it is it out there for the sake of being out there and i wonder if this time device thing that they're playing with is going to be their ex machina to explain all that away eventually like as like they don't know i don't think they know how they're going to use it but i think they're they're putting all stuff into the book and then they're just going to use the time thing when it comes to explain it all in some way which is is an interesting way to build a story is to build in an ex machina early and not know how you're going to use it well, you did mention Lost earlier, so yeah. I- <laughs> yeah, um, we talked way back in our very first episode, Prophet, about a concept that we really love to see in a uh, comic book, which is the uh, the gear. You know, yeah. the gear yeah. up. This uh, book and a lot of the other ones we've we've read. Uh, I always love this when I see it. It's another cool concept. Is the map? Yeah, the, I do love seeing the map. the map, and you see it a couple of times. You see like a uh, like a hand drawn one that they throw out on a table. You see the big one behind Uncle Sam that he's drawn right. on there. The what we, it's it's saying? Okay, here's here's the here's the playing board, and you and you get to read the 
the uh, the names of the locations and kind of see right. a, a hint at what post-apocalyptic uh, tropes await them in those locations. And so it builds that anticipation. A real great trope in, in storytelling, visually, but in comics especially, that I love to see every time. Every time I get like a little like uh, 10-year-old kid, I'm like, cool. Right. Uh, like, well, that's the, the, like... Uh, you've got Knox in the Shining Sea, the Tempest Toss, the Purple Mountain Kingdom, right? Like all of these very sort of like Americana, Americana yeah. That I that I can throw in here, the Red Glare question mark, right? And it's it's also interesting too that, and this goes to maybe what we were talking about, America. None of that stuff is corporate. It's not like the McDonald's Cave or right. which which you could go that route. But they're going back to like, uh, you know, Francis Scott Key imagery, right? And well, sort of this sort of like when you think about small R republicanism, right? This idea mm. of like the republic and what should we know and what's this sort of virtuous underpinning of America, right? Like, what is this this concept? Um, and I think that's interesting. But I don't I did. We didn't play with it enough. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Like as a history teacher, I was like, oh, OK, I, you first see this map and you're like, all right, show me some of this weird stuff. Get me give me this people who worship this American ideal. Right. Mm -hmm. And how do you how do you take that American ideal and turn it to 11? So it, it's it's totally abstract and, and it's totally perverse. And also right? in the hierarchy, the spiral, I, I assume the more spiral you walk, the more powerful that ideology becomes of that specific region. I'm guessing maybe. Uh, and so it's interesting yeah. to see how they how they'll like because this first one, it's very tribal, very banned, very, as you said, Mad Max. Uh, so right. it's this loose affiliation uh, cult tribal style i wonder by right. the time we get to the center of the spiral if it's a very sophisticated form of that like you said small r republic right it, 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 look they are in the wild west is what manifest you know manifest destiny mm -hmm. western expansion that's this place and it, it very much is this sort of frontier it feels very frontier and, and i think you're right i think as we move in we'll see something different it is it's interesting that like the hub of this is middle America, right? Mm -hmm. Like it's not, we're going to Washington DC. Philadelphia. Yeah. Right. We're not even going to get to the East coast. If we follow this, this path, right. Mm -hmm. We're going mm -hmm. to get to like what St. Louis or something like that. <laughs> like yeah, it looks like it ends. Yeah. Like it looks like it ends about like, yeah, like great right? plains, uh, panhandle. Yeah. Great plains right. area right there. And that's interesting, right? That's an interesting concept of, okay, why, why there, right? Those are the things I want to know that I don't know that I'm ever going to know. <laughs> like if there's weird things on these tiny little maps, like one in the corner just says Eisenhower, it's, it's Eisenhower. And you're like, oh, it must be Eisenhower. And then it says liberal 197 Eisenhower. And so there is these Arctic turn, uh, you know, you're like, oh, what is this stuff? Like, I, I, I love that. I love that. I hope well, it pays I, off. Like, for me, like you, you wonder, these are the things like I read the thing in the back and like, oh, we have these just crazy ideas and we put them all down, right? Mm. And we, we built a whole bunch of this stuff and we're just going to play in it, right? 
So stuff you may never even hear about, but is good background filler. And I think that's really interesting. You're creating a world that maybe you'll never see. Mm-hmm. And that gives it this sort of, that can give it this lived in otherworldly feel because you, you see it in the background, but you don't know what it is. Yet, Old man Logan right? does that with a map too, where you see like pl- some places you go to, but some places you're like, oh, saber tooth something up there and you're like oh i we never get to see that but you get to go see the red skulls like east coast right um and that type of stuff the red skull territory like when the tribes have taken over the territory is is so great uh and there seems to be this puppet master that's that is controlling it all um yeah but yeah like i said the characters uh especially the family dynamic there's you know parents maybe still there it didn't really pay off yet so i'm hoping i'm hoping it will but the other thing is like and all uh, the time thing doesn't make sense because that guy's still alive so it can't be like a thousand years you're really stuck on that 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 issue aren't you (laughs) he knows their parents yeah and he could maybe be i unless unless america found a way to let people live for a really well they do have walking uh without legs <laughs> stingrays yeah, you, you, are, you are correct <laughs> what am i what do i know? <laughs> i was always suspend my disbelief so far stingrays yeah okay look time travel is one of the things that like or time is one of those things you have to like you have to be careful with because you can get stuck in it right did you watch tenet yet yeah, did if, you see tenet listen josh if i could put time in a bottle, in a bottle. i haven't watched oh tenet God. i don't think i'm going to uh watch it watch it okay it's weird enough where you're like huh it's good you know what i just got good? josh i just got a membership what? to the criterion channel mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so you're just gonna watch seven samurai <laughs> uh, uh, you're just gonna watch a bunch of like kurosawa films yeah. <laughs> um okay so favorite panel favorite panel all right i'll go first my favorite panel is on the digital page my dog barking in the background. 36. I am just obsessed with this wall. Oh, shit, Top. Josh. Did I take your <laughs> yeah, 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 go, go for it. Go for it. I, I'm going to flip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I had a feeling we we're going to do The wall is great. Go ahead, explain yeah. why. The top the top panel uh, is this inset. It's it literally the, the language, the, the wording is, or you will crawl the wall, and then one day, and then it goes to the big panel. But it's leading you to believe, like, these people just crawl this wall forever. This dude, this finger wears down to the bone oh so good it's so gross and you're like why is he wearing a mask what's going on and it it that whole page just tells you a story that you don't even understand well it's also one of those images that especially if you were younger you would never forget Right, like you would never forget that it would be like it would be one of those pages some of those pages like you it takes you forever to turn because you're just yeah. like, oh, I get, I get it, I get the, the image, but I just need to sit in a little bit. It's uncomfortable. It's yeah. an uncomfortable well, like, image to sit in. Like, his fingernails are all pulled back. Like it's just, it's like it's just gross. It's just gross. And to continue the page, it says like um, the piece before that. You will tell me what what you know, or you will crawl the wall, and then one day you will die. You and every foreign body you brought with you. This land is my land. It will not have. I will not have it tainted. This is America, right? And like that phrase, you can hear it. Like if this were a movie, and I know I've already said you couldn't make this a movie because you'd have to take a bunch of stuff out. But that's the that's what you would that would be in the trailer. Yeah. That whole piece 
would be in the trailer because it rings this this is america and, right? and you're like the trailer the trailer song would be uh childish gambino's this is america no, it has to be. It have to be literally. You just like it would like um, something. This, this national an- slow down though. Slow down really is, slow. And a, a minor key and a child singing it. Yeah, this land is a chorus of children singing it very slowly. <laughs> and me, and then this is America. <laughs> we just wrote this fucking trailer, Josh. Yeah, let's make it happen. But I will tell you. So, so here's what I would say. This is sometimes. Let me get my. Like, let me get my favorite uh, panel. Okay, I think you're transition. So, uh, the wall one is the best, hands down. But uh, one of my favorite images is on the digital reader. It is uh, location seventeen. Uh, so page seventeen in the bottom right corner, you see a guy who looks like a character from the 1980s cartoon, the uh, Wizards. Um, on a buffalo and that's kind of the first image that you get in america that uh had that really i'm like all right i like the aesthetic here I, he, he's wrapped in nasa uh foil and he's got like the ski goggles on and he's got these long arms and he's got this buffalo that looks badass uh and you're like all right i'm in for the ride well, and, and then like ears the, on a necklace around the yep. buffalo. And then right? the buffalo in the previous bunch of cornered panels just bites his guy's phone off. <laughs> so gross. <laughs> but here's I, I, to, to say what I was saying. Like sometimes you wonder, and and I don't. I'm both Snyder and and Soul are good writers, so I don't want it to sound weird. But sometimes you think like the concept. If we come up with this really crazy concept you could strip it down and you can make a hell of a TV show out of it. Let's do it. Right. Like mm-hmm. that's what it almost feels like is you're pitching, we can do you're this pitching if, something. We, we can do this. If we put everything in this, you just take out what you don't like and you can make something with it. Right. Mm-hmm. Like that's all. Like if you pulled away the sharks and the giant shrimp and the, that piece of it, you have an HBO like or Showtime series right here. Right. Yeah. Uh, well, you think about the uh, what's the um, the one that just came out that was uh, every episode was kind of like a different anthology style episode. It was oh, uh, uh, county. Uh, uh, yeah, Lovecraft County. Yeah, Lovecraft County. You know, it's a concept. It's just a general concept, and you can take it as crazy as you want, or you could you can tone it down as much as you want and make it traditional storytelling. Um, but yeah, I think uh, what are you going to read this? Are you going to read more of this? I want to know what happens. So I might pick up volume two and see if I like where it's going. I think give me two issues next. Yeah. I could read two more issues and I'd be able to tell you whether I want to, I want to keep with it. I trust so soul and Snyder enough. Th- they're, they're strong storytellers. Right, uh, and, sure. if, and if, and like I you're saying, if this terms. isn't, if this isn't an movie option grab and they really are passionate about telling the story, I'll, I'll, I will see it out. But if it's kind of like, hey, you guys want to do something together? And then there's kind of feeling it out. Mm, maybe not for me. Yeah, I like that's what I'm saying. Like two more issues would let me know where it's going maybe a little better and maybe help me. Like the journey's interesting. It's weird. It's it's wacky. I, like there's going to be parts of it that I'll like. But do I want to do I want to go on that trip is the question. Right. Right. Because the trip just started with this. 
So I don't know if I want to go or not. You know what I mean? That mm-hmm. I think that's the that's the piece of it. So my question for you is: We always talk about this. Who would you give this to, and can you? Well, the hot word for the uh, day is uh, Mad Max, right? Um, yeah. And there is, you know, you mentioned that movie to someone, the the newest one, especially the yeah. uh, Academy Award winning uh, Mad Max. Uh, I always run across people that are like, oh, I just rewatch Mad Max the other day it's a movie that is constantly being rewatched by people in my peripherals uh and and when you and it's it's a movie that when you watch you want more stuff like it like mad max ends and you're like i want to live in this world a little bit more like give me the furiosa movie i, I want to see it i'll even go back and try to watch thunderdome i don't care i just need a little bit more of that so if i you ever you don't want to watch it, <laughs> if you, i have the, like i have the black and white version i love me Blue too Riot. yeah yeah chrome Shiny and chrome. Yeah, shiny and chrome because it's so damn good. It's good. But I think you're right. I think you find someone who digs that concept and that idea and you can put this in their hand. I worry that it it's 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 five steps farther than that. Yeah, yeah. Right? It's it's more ingredients, certainly. Um, I think I really I really do think if you took out the big giant animals. You'd have a you'd have a story that I think you could go like, OK, that's the one thing and maybe three characters on the team or something like that that's the thing that pulls me out of it is that the that piece i I can't wrap my head around it and then there's too many there's too many the band of brothers is too many people right right? yeah i agree I want to know where it goes. It's good book. it's a good book i i i enjoyed reading it it was a quick read uh uh once i got into it and um yeah, I mean, I feel like we, I don't think we've shown this book. I, 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 if, if it sounds like we have, I encourage, if you like comic books, pick this comic book up. Yeah, no, I, and I don't, that's what I mean. I don't want it to seem like we're, we're not into it. I just feel sometimes you read, sometimes you read a volume one and you're like, oh, I gotta, I gotta know where this goes right. because I've been given all of, I've like been black given science all these, for like, you. I, I've been given all these hints. I wanna know what's happening. And this one, I'm like, I just, it's good, but I just don't know yet. Yeah. I just don't know. Like, that's the, that's the tough part is it moves. Like it's, the pacing is really quick. There's a whole lot of stuff dumped on you. And again, that's not, it, maybe that sounds bad, but I don't mean it to sound bad, but you, I just don't know where it's going yet. And that's, that's tough when you read a volume of something and you don't know where it's going. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's, it's not, and it's not, it's not completed. So it hasn't been verified by others. Like, oh no, if you like this, you got to check this out. It's a good version of that. Um, yeah. We've been reading a lot of post-apocalyptic stuff too. So some of yeah, our convers- some of our too. conversation uh, might be based on like, all right, how does it measure up to the the other yeah to, to, to other other versions of this so so here's here's what we've got ladies and gentlemen go check it out if you're into that if you're into sort of this otherworldly trip go check it out it is definitely it's definitely worth the price like i, I think we got it on comiXology for maybe seven bucks mm-hmm. yep. right not super expensive worth it you know you can read it a couple nights and, and get through it it's probably better than renting whatever dumb movie that came out that you like, why are you watching it? Because it came out. Right. Yeah. Um, and it's the only thing, the only media you can watch right now. So you might as well go pick up a comic and, and, and check that out for uh, about the same price as renting a movie on Amazon. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can find all of our old shows, all of our episodes, past episodes on the website, comic We've got 
the notes there for the episode. You can see, you can go back and check the archives of all the stuff we've read. Um, you can follow uh, the show on uh, any podcast platform. So if you're a, an iTunes person you or an Apple podcast person, you can get there. If you're a Google person, you can get it there. If you're a Spotify person, we are there. Follow us, favorite it so you know when we have a new episode coming out. Uh, and uh, Travis and I, as, all, as always, are, are diving into these books. Uh, we've got a couple on the agenda. We're going to do a Hulk book because we've never done a Hulk book before. Uh, we're going to have Dr. Dan back on to read one of the weirdest books I've read recently. And that's after reading this, like the most intriguing sort of book. I'll, I'll be excited to have us talk about. Um, oh, now I can't even remember the name. Harper. Travis, Harper. Uh, no, it's no, like oh, no, we're going to read. We're going to read Parker. Uh, but we also have. Oh, crap. I'm going to pull it up right now so I can see it. Uh, this is good. Good filler right here. This mm-hmm. is the good stuff. Oh, Department of Truth. We're going to have Dr. Dan on to read Department of oh, Truth. Oh, I didn't know that was on the list. I didn't know. I oh, dude, it's on the list. Uh, yeah, it's okay. so... It, it, the, it, the volume comes out. The last issue of the volume comes out this month. The trade comes out in February, so we're gonna we're gonna read it, check it out. Uh, we're we're gonna we're gonna dive into that one. That seems pretty weird. Uh, we're reading the immor- immortal the emotin Joe. No, the immortal. Hulk. <laughs> uh, I wouldn't mind uh, reading emotin Joe. <laughs> we've we've got a couple things on the agenda. Plus, Travis has got to finish Dune, so we can do this mm. Dune book. I, I I can give you I can give you half a Dune and the movie Dune. I can okay, give you I half a Dune and the movie Dune. I can when the movie Dune comes out, we will. Talk no, I'm gonna watch all- the old Dune. I'm gonna. I, I've finished half the Dune. Do you want to wait till the the new movie comes out so I can get a, a, a smattering of Dune? I'd love you to get all of the Dune you can handle. Okay. I'd love you to watch. I want you to watch the old Dune and the new Dune. Okay. And old Dune is on HBO Max, so if you've got if you have access to that, is it on? Is it a Criterion Collection um, film? It's, I don't think it is. <laughs> it should be. It should be on the top of everybody's list. Um, if, if Travis, there is a, an adaptation, a graphic novel of Dune that just recently was released Mm -hmm. that only is book one of the original Dune book. So it's like the first, that's that's like, okay, good. I read that part. (laughs) (laughs) So it was, it's adapted by his son, uh, and his writing partner uh, put it together. So um, that I, I have it. It's right here in front of me. I'm waiting to read all of the... I'm on book five of six right now. I should be finishing that up in the next week or so. So I'm in deep, dude. Yeah, I'm, deep in dune. Dune. I'm, deep dune. I'm in deep dune, dune. Yeah. I'm in deep dune, dune. <laughs> um, but as always, folks, thanks for tuning in. We appreciate it. Travis and I, uh, we do this for each other, but we're glad that you join us. Yeah. So thanks for being here. Yeah. Anything, anything to close this out, Travis? Anything you want to say to the people? Yeah. Thanks for being here. And guess what, Josh? We'll huh. see you next trade. Oh.